Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Today is Monday, February 21st, 2022. Um, mm. I'm here to do a daily lesson. And um, do I have any announcements? Yes, I have an announcement. Um, two announcements. Number one is that we are expanding the platform. We are now on Apple um, Podcasts. So you can go to iTunes and look up the scriptural Cliff Note sessions, and you can get it there. You can also go to Spotify slash Anchor. Now, some people say that Spotify you have to pay for, but you actually don't because when you first log on to it, it will ask you, it'll just go right into credit card information at the bottom. It'll say skip. Okay. Because you, you know, all these things always try to get money. So just put skip and then you could just go listen. That's number one. And number two, um, I'm just here for, a, oh, I'm going to deliver a short message. You know, I try to give you enough information so that you can have it in your heart and carry it with you because that's what David did. You know, um, David was one of the most highest favorite. And he always said that he wanted to keep that in his heart so that nobody could take it away. Now, remember, there's going to be a time when there's not going to be no scriptures. So how do you communicate with the most high through the scriptures? He talks to you through the scriptures and he's in your heart through the scriptures. So once you start understanding and learning the scriptures, that's how you communicate with him um, through those scriptures. Now, it's not like he won't hear you, but your job is to do those, you know, to, to delve into the scriptures because they're for you. And I'm looking at the logistics on my platform and I see that the average person doesn't listen to the whole lesson. So I would say to you to, for it to be beneficial for you, listen to the whole lesson. I mean, are you that busy that you can't listen to something while you're still doing whatever it is that you're doing? Like I always say, you are sealing your own fate. You are sealing your own fate. So um, if Yahshua stepped his foot down here, hold on. Sorry, I need a complete silence. If Yahshua stepped his foot down here today, would you in your heart really uh, believe that you would be going with him? Honestly. Would you believe that? Because he gives, the most I say, he gives everybody gifts. It doesn't mean that they go into the next life. So if, and I say also, if you really want something, you're going to move heaven and earth to get it. If a man want a good looking woman, he going to move heaven and earth to get her. If a woman want a good looking man, she going to move heaven and earth to get her. Whatever we really truly want in our hearts, we're going to go and do whatever we need to do to get it. So this is how you should be with the word of the most high. 
Because if you're not, I guarantee you, you will not be going to the next life. This life to the most high is like the blink of an eye. Remember, a thousand years is like a day and a day a thousand years. This is like a blink of an eye to the most high. This is why he said I'm long suffering because I know y'all leave just like a blade of grass. Just like the springtime comes and the piece of grass grows up and then later on, like five or six days, maybe 30 days, um, you're gone. A memory, nothing. Even in the book of Solomon, Solomon says all is um, vanity. Meaning everything is nothing. So it will behoove you to get this word, bathe in this word, drink this word, eat this word, put it on you like a coat, walk in it, stand in it, hold it up. That's what you need to be doing with this word, okay? Because time is of the essence. Just think about what's happening today. We don't know if we go into war at any minute. Trust me. We going down the path that the Most High already set in prophecy thousands of years ago. So notice, and this is why the Most High is opening up his children's eyes and they ringing the bell, honey. He is opening their eyes in various ways because he said he's going to pour out his spirit and people going to be prophesying. They're going to be dreaming dreams. They're going to be interpreting dreams. They're going to be teaching. This is what's happening. Okay. Whoever you listening to or whatever it is, if you just listening to me or if you go into different platforms, this is what I urge you to do. Try the spirits, number one. Know the tree by the fruit that it bears and make sure that you, your roots are sucking up all the beneficial word of the most high. So that's what I say to you. That's my message. Um, and in regards to that, the title of this lesson is to do your job. The title is to do your job. Like I said, this is a short lesson, but I want you to do your job. Now, what do I mean by that? This is what I mean by doing your job. And I, I'm going to speak metaphorically, and then I'm going to go into the scriptures to back up what I said. Now, like I said, the message is do your job. Now, what do I mean by that? I'm talking about the people in the United States right now. There are people outside of the United States listening to us, and I welcome you and thank you for listening. And thank you for being humble enough and open enough to hear what I have to say because I'm for everybody, not, you know, just because I love myself does not mean I don't love everybody else. That's my job. My job is to love and respect everybody else. Okay, no matter what I say, my job is to love and respect everybody else. And that's what I do to the best of my ability. So welcome. And uh, what I want to say is um, I'm going to concentrate on the United States because I don't know how the governmental laws are in different countries and um, different continents. So I'm going to um, talk about what I know because that's, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. But um, when we're born in the United States, we are given a number. Mm -hmm. When you're born, first thing you 
you do, you know, you have the baby and then, you know, they want to know if you're going to name the baby and this and that, you know, after all this interpersonal stuff happens and all this love and support for the baby happens, now it's time to fill out the papers and the documentation. Now, why do we do that as the United States and the government is to give you a number? They don't care about your name. Okay, yeah, you, you got a name. You got a government name, you know, that later on you could call yourself whatever, call yourself a nickname, but it doesn't matter because that number that you got is going to follow you the rest of your life. You don't even have to give a name, especially during this time. Your number is your name. You are a walking number, okay? From the day that you born, you're a walking number, okay? And this number follows you for the rest of your life. Now, why is that important? Because it's time for you when you grow up to get a job, okay? So the government and the world in the United States is um, grooming you to get a job. This is why you go to school. This is why you learn things. You're indoctrinated into whatever the government wants you to be indoctrinated into. And then that's from um, uh, pre-K to 12th grade. There is a um, system in place for you to be indoctrinated into certain systems. So once you're groomed and indoctrinated, then it's time whether you go to college or not. See, this is what you get. This is when you get to pick whatever you want to, but it's still an indoctrination. Remember, because this world is um, structured that way. So um, the uh, expectation is that you go and get a job simply because you cannot survive without no job. You cannot survive without no job. And this is what I mean. Now, there are people that's not working. There are people that's homeless. There are people that are not paying taxes. And that's one of the reasons. Um, there are people that's not doing that, but are they struggling? Yes, day to day, they struggling. So I'm talking about the average person. I'm not talking about um, certain cases. I'm talking about the average person. So understand what I'm saying? Because I know there's some people just think, well, you don't have to do that. There's always people that's, going to go against what somebody is saying. So what I'm saying to you is the average person in the United States, the expectation is for them to go to school, get a job, despite what's happening, okay? Despite what's happening, go get a job and do something with your life, okay? So when you're going to get this job, um, popular belief is that um, the more you work, the more money that you make. And that's the truth because, you know, inflation being what it is, and it fluctuates throughout um, generations, it fluctuates. But at this current atmosphere is very high and it's going up. As you can see, food is going up, um, um, energy is going up, all kinds of stuff is going up. So it would move you to put in more hours at work or get a second job, et cetera. So, okay, the more money that you have for yourself and your family, especially during this time of inflation um, and other issues that drive up the cost of living in the economy, um, the better off you'll be. So you think, right? However, now I'm going to, I'm going to discuss, um, a, the world's um, idea of a job and most the most highs idea of a job, okay? So that's what I'm 
I'm dealing with. Doing your job according to the most high and doing your job according to the world, okay? So like I said, in regards to the world, I'm gonna do the world stuff first and then I'm gonna do the most highs. So according to the world, you gotta go out there and you gotta work. You have to because nobody's gonna take care of you and nobody cares and that's the truth, okay? Now, I'm not talking about the government supposed to do this and the government supposed to do that because actually the government's not supposed to do that, okay? If you know your history, okay? If you know your history, for the majority, these um, laws was put in place, not for the minority, okay? It had nothing to do with the minority, nothing. Do your homework, uh-huh. Do history, real history, okay? This is my area of expertise. I'm telling you, it wasn't for the majority, I mean minority. It was only for the majority. So like I said, so now that you got to get out here and whether you really educated um, postgraduate or um, undergrad or whatever degree you hold or even a high school diploma or a GED, the expectation is for you to get out there and get a job simply because you have to take care of yourself and your family. So how many jobs you got to get is your own business. But the point is you have that number that's gonna follow you. Now, what is the purpose of the number? And I'm gonna get to that in a minute. Now, um, anybody who's employed understands that the point of working is not only to make money for, um, you know, not only to make money, but to be able to take care of yourself, to be able to be independent. So once you get a job, the purpose of the job is remember you got your social security number we're going to talk about that in a minute but the purpose of you getting a job saying all right you you graduated from wherever whatever um um degree of schooling that you have whether it be um ged um high school uh diploma um undergrad grad phd um dsw whatever okay Depending on how much time you invested in <clears throat> whatever education you have, then you're, that's um, the most money you will make. Now, as I said in my old, well, it's not old. I'm always saying time is money. Time is money. Okay. And the government understands that. That's why you got a social security number. Time is money. Time is money. Okay, so, all right, know that time is money. Know that your social security number follows you everywhere. Okay, hold on. So when it's time for you to go to work, what happens is the job, say you got a job, you got the job that you want, the job is paying you for your time. The job is paying you for your time, right? Time is money. So the job is paying you for your time. But they're, they're paying, you know, they'll pay you for the training or not. Maybe you have to uh, take it out of um, whatever it is. They'll pay you for your training. They'll indoctrinate you into their job plan or the, and, you know, the job specs that you're gonna go into, okay? You, they're 
you're taking your time to do that and they're paying you to do their job and their will in their company. I'm going to say it again. The job is paying you for your time to do their will in their company. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. AKA also known or... Um, I'll break it down even further to make sure that their company thrives and continues. Okay. So you're going to job, you're going on the job. You are being paid for your time to increase the company's profits, to make the company better, to make the company more profitable. Okay. That's what you're doing. So everything is theirs and they're just paying you for your time. You understand? So you breaking your back, making sure that this company thrives and is the best that it could be. That's what it is. Not unless you get your own business. And we're not talking about your own business right now, but I'll be talking about that in a second when I talk about the Yah's stuff because you'll be having your own business when you were Yah, okay? Okay. So um, it's all for them. Everything that you're doing on this job is all for the owners of the company, okay? So you breaking your back, breaking your balls for these people on their job, their company, that's what you're doing, okay? So you continue to work for them. You give them everything. You give them your loyalty. You give them everything and they ain't giving you that back, okay? Okay, you giving them everything. You giving them your time, you giving them your energy, you giving them your emotions, you spending a large amount of time um, in their business, doing their business, more time than you spending with your own family. Okay, this is what you're doing on your job. Now, we're not talking about um, your own business. Now, we're we going to put a, a pin in that. Later on, we're going to talk about that. So don't even think about it. So this is what you're doing for their benefit, okay? This is how the companies and corporations work. You are the number that's going to build their profits. You're the number that's going to build their profits. So how you get paid is a piece of that payment when you see that net and that um, the whole pay, and then you see the net, a piece of that payment is going to the government for later for you. Excuse me for that, because we have people around with phones. Anyway, a piece of that, your payment is going for later. And then uh, actually it's going to different places. And then the, the, net, the net of the payment is going to go to you to take care of your family. Now, understand that. Don't forget that, okay? The payment, okay? So... After you're building up this company, you giving this company everything. You giving them everything. <clears throat> Excuse me. You giving them your emotion. You giving them your time. You giving them your energy. You are repping for them in every way possible to build up their profits. That's what you're doing. You are paid to do this, whether you want to or not. You're also paid, for the most part, of being abused. Because nine times out of ten, your supervisor is abusive. And you didn't ask for that. You didn't get, you don't get paid for that, but that's a, a, a negative perk of the job. Okay. A lot of times you get abused. Now you don't want to go to this job, but you have to 
because of the situation um, at hand. You got to make money for your family. You got to do what you need to do. Okay. So um, they pay you to make their job great. They pay you to make their job prosperous. They pay you to make their job, I mean, their corporation and their business the best that it can be. Now think about all the businesses that are very successful. Think about them. And I could, I could say um, Tesla and I could say Amazon. I'm not going to say the people who own it, but think about them. Think about all the money that they use, I mean, they make. Think about that. And that's like, that's in the top five billionaires or trillionaires around the world. This is, they in the top five, these two businesses. They in the top five, okay? I would even say top three. They in the top five and they making money when they blink in their eyes. They making money when they breathe in and out. That's how much money they making. They making money when they wake up in the morning and yawn, they making billions. Now who's doing that for them? people. People are breaking their back to work for these people. And I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm just saying, you know, the economy being what it is, people got to do what they got to do. I'm not blaming people, but I'm telling you to focus on these billion and trillionaires. Focus on them and what they do to people. They give you peanuts and they take the whole ground full of peanuts. They're going to give you one or two and they taking the whole field of peanuts the whole meadow of peanuts and you get one or two. Does that seem fair? That's how this life is. This is how the world is. This is how the world is, the way of the world. Mm-hmm. Okay, you could call it anything, capitalism. You could call it whatever you want, but this is the way of the world, okay? Okay, and in turn, you're supposed to be, um, hold on. Okay, what you're giving them is time in the form of your life. You're giving them your time. You put in everything in it, okay? You giving them your time, every piece of your life. If you're working on the job for 30 years, 40 years, that's most of your life that you gave this company and they're giving you peanuts. Mm -hmm. No company ever gives you what you're worth. Um, I would say a majority of people in the world get what they worth because people are worth so much more than they are paid. The average person is worth so much more than they are paid because look at everything. A woman can have a baby and she can only stay out for three months or two months. The baby is being neglected. Now, now I don't want you to get after me and talk about, oh, my baby ain't neglected, this, that, the other. I want you to look at this. I want you to think about this. The average baby needs nurturing for the mother in order to be able to be emotionally um, clinging to the mother, emotionally um, supported and emotionally connected to the mother. But the job does not allow it. The job does not allow it. People have had to fight. If your job has it, they didn't give it willingly. People have had to fight to get time, even fathers. How are you living your life outside of your job when the job has so many demands? The job has so many demands on you that you can barely keep up. And that's what I'm saying. I mean, neglect in terms of the job is not allowing you to be that 
nurturing mother as you should and could be have the job not been so selfish. That's what I'm saying. Don't get your panties in a bunch and say, oh, you're saying I'm a neglectful mother. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying we as human beings, we have to do the best that we can. We have to take care of ourselves and our families the best that we can. And the world is wretched and they want everything out of you. They want everything, everything, and they give you nothing. And that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to get at. So um, when you complete your jobs, say you worked those 30 and 40 years or whatever it is that you worked and they bled you dry of your time, of your energy, of your happiness. Okay, because that's what a lot of times, you know, nine times out of 10, you working at a job that you really don't like. And the only reason why you're really there is to make money. It's not a passionate job, something that you really like, which would be really good. I'm not saying that some people don't do their passionate job because actually a job that you're passionate about is not really a job. It's just fun. You would do it for free. But the perk is I get money on top of doing this for free. That's wonderful. That's a blessing. But I ain't going to talk about that right now. Okay. (laughs) I'm not going to talk about that right now. I'm talking about the ball and chain that is a job of this world. Okay, so now that you completed this job, now you're given a pension. Remember what I said about that social security number? You are a number. So like I said, all those years that you was paid, a little piece of it goes here, a little piece of it goes there, a little piece of it goes there. And I don't want to break down because a piece of your money goes to other people too. The next generation coming up. Uh Uh-huh, that's what it does. But I'm not going to go into that. What I'm saying is after those many years that you worked, Now it's time for you to retire, okay? So when you completed that job and you're given a pension uh, from the piece of the money that you've been working for, because they take out pieces, pieces, you know, half of your paycheck is taken out simply because of these other costs and and some of those costs for later for you, okay? And your um, family, because if you die before that, your people get um, social security and all that. So I'm not gonna go into all that, but just know that some money is put aside for you when you work the average job because there's also civil service jobs, but I'm not talking about them. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about um, regular jobs, okay? Regular, um, um, you know, regular business. I forgot the name of the, Thing off the top of my head since I have so much stuff going on in my head trying to throw out at you but um you know regular corporations and regular businesses and regular companies um I'm not talking about civil service at all and those are the you know three branches of government it's not talking about them so when you have completed a job and you're given in a pension um which is supposed to be to pay you for your expenses, your living expenses, you and your family for a certain amount of time. And sometimes this is coupled with government, you know, you'll get a pension and you'll get social security um, retirement. So this is ideally, quote unquote, what you're supposed to get. This is what the world is giving you because this is the structure of the world. But it's not always so. And it's quite tricky, like I said. There's, um, when you go for social security, when, you, um, when you're older and you go for social security, or even if you work at a certain job, you have to go and you sign in for it and you have to answer all these papers and do this and do that. And then um, when social security 
comes is certain um, laws and regulations, as well as um, with your pension too, is certain laws and regulations. Like, um, you know, after a certain time, if your kids are not in school and they over 18, they ain't doing nothing, they don't get money. So right there, the government wins and so do corporations. You paid out all your money, but because somebody's not doing what the world told them to do, they're not going to get paid. So in the end, the corporation and the world itself is going to get what they get out of you. This is the point what I'm trying to say. This is what I'm saying. You lose, the corporation and the world wins. That's why you have a social security number. This is why you made the work, all of that. Okay, this is why you give your loyalty to these people that couldn't care less. And I'm going to tell you something truthfully. Where I used to work, people used to work so much that there was people dying in their seats. I'm not joking. They was dying in their seats. And guess what? They would um, take them out. The ambulance would take them out. You know, you know, you die and you go to the person's funeral or whatever or not. The next week they will have somebody else in there. Is that loyalty? You got to think about that. Another thing too. You're supposed to um, give your job, your current job, if you got another job or if you're going somewhere else or if you're starting your own business, you're supposed to give them two to three weeks notice. Did you hear what I said? You're supposed to give them two to three weeks notice. And guess what they do to you? Even when you say you're going on vacation for a couple of weeks, guess what they do? Pile more stuff on you so that you can do it. That's what they do. And if you're leaving, they pile stuff on you and they may not speak to you. Okay, they may not deal with you. It's just so funny. You give everything to them. So when you leave and you need to give them two to three weeks notice, but do they give you two to three weeks notice or even a week notice when they get ready to fire you? Do they? Do they say, oh, in two weeks, I'm going to fire you. So get your stuff together. No, they got you by the groin in every way possible. They got you for the, by the groin. And everything you do is for them. It's not for you. Like I said, they take the whole metal of peanuts and they give you two or three. Remember that. That's what the world and companies do. Now, I'm not talking about you as a company because I'll say this, and then we ain't gonna talk about um, your own business. You have to work for your own business. So you're still paying yourself in time and paying yourself in work. And then you work in until the business is successful. And then you'll probably be doing what I just said to somebody else. But if you're humble, you won't. You will give people what they're worth. But that's all I have to say about that. that. Now, I would say, like I said, you're giving them your time. You're giving them your, um, your social security number follows you, which you're giving the government money. Everybody get paid off you. You're giving them your loyalty. You're taking people's abuse so your mental health is being strained by these idiots, okay? I'm not saying everybody, but I'm saying nine times out of 10, 9.99 times out of 10, you are working for somebody who is a a-hole. Mm-hmm. That's what that person is, a complete jerk. And guess what? They have no support or respect outside of that job. That's why they are like that with you. Uh-huh. Okay, so you're giving them all that. You're taking emotional abuse now. That right there, they should pay you. Emotional abuse, they should be paying you just for that. Extra. 
for the nonsense that they put you through. And then nine times out of 10, they tell you to do something that's unlawful or immoral against whatever it is that you believe. So this is the stuff that happens at a job that you go to that you have been groomed for. You've been groomed, indoctrinated, okay? Not only groomed and indoctrinated, but you've been, um, you've been taught to do that by the world, okay? You've been conditioned to do that by the world, okay? And I'm not, I'm not pointing fingers at nobody because I'm in this world too, remember that. So yes, the same thing with me, okay? The difference between me and everybody else is the most high open my eyes and I'm seeing all the nonsense. And that's, a, that's another thing about um, opening your eyes. When the most high opens your eyes, you gotta be ready for this. He's not gonna open your eyes and you're not ready because this is like a big boulder falling on top of your head and it stays there. And it breaks your heart for the nonsense that you are actually seeing. But anyway, that's another lesson. So now you know what the world does. That's what the world does. Now I'm gonna tell you what the most high does. The most high said, before you was born, I knew you, okay? He knew you, he knew what you was gonna do. He did all this stuff before the foundation of the world. He knew and he gave you the strength and the ability to come. That's what he did, okay? The difference between the most high and this world, the world wants everything from you. He, it wants your flesh, it wants your blood, it wants your sweat, it wants your tears, it wants your family, it wants your money, it wants everything for you. But the most high doesn't. What the most, the most high wants stuff for you, but he wants it for you to have for yourself. Did you hear what I said? He wants you to have it for yourself. He wants you to have all the goodness. Okay. If you be loyal to him, he's going to be loyal to you. Okay. He's never going to abuse you emotionally or mentally. Never. Because he said he will never give you more than you can handle. The most high is totally different from the world. Okay. He don't give you a number. He gave you a name. What did the most high say? Those who are called by my name. What? That's what he gave you. He gave you the time allotted for as long as you live for you okay it's for you it's not for it's for whoever you give it to it's for you but you giving it to whoever you giving it to that's you know that's your free will but remember the most high gave you he already let you come here before he knew you before the foundation of the world when you got here and you lived 78 90 100 years old that's how that's what he gave you time he gave you the gift of time and time is priceless you cannot turn back the hands of time. Only the most high can do that. So he already gave you a gift there. He gives you gifts of life. He gives you gifts of um, time and growing old and having families and being able to love people and the emotional stability. He gave you all of that. Okay? That's for you. That ain't for him because he don't need nobody. Okay? So let me tell you what the most high does. Okay? All right. The most high, on the other hand, doesn't want you to work so much. He doesn't. And it's all in through those scriptures. He don't want you to work so much. That's why he created the Sabbath. And what is the Sabbath? Saturday, not Sunday. And you already know that the devil tricks the world. So he makes it Sunday through the devils that um, change uh, times and laws. 
So the most high wants you to work. He wants you to work because he said, if you don't work, you don't eat. But he don't want you to work yourself into an early grave like the world does. Okay. He don't want you to work too much because then you don't have time for him. Remember, you got to make time for the most high too. How are you getting all this nonsense out of your heart and your spirit when you don't re-up on the most high's word? So that's what that is. That's why he gave you the time. He even made it so that you would have a day of rest. I already said, as you can see, the devil fooled the whole world with the days and the dates and Sabbath, they say it meaning Sunday when Sabbath is Saturday. That's another ploy of the devil. You already know who handles this world. The devil does. So when I'm talking about the world, you already know I'm talking about the devil. The mighty goat. Uh-huh, because he's the goat. And I'm not talking about the acronym, the goat. I'm talking about he's the heathen goat. That's what he is. And he's lying and walking around here and changing stuff and bamboozling people. Okay? So you'll see the parallels between the two. The world is a wicked and sinful and selfish fleshly place. And the most high will be taking the world down. Okay? And the evil people, the goats, in due time. Mm-hmm. So the most high wants you to do a job. He wants you to work. He wants you to do a job. But it's all for you, all for your benefit. The difference is that you're given time by the most high, I already told you, in the form of life, health, and emotional well-being. That's what he gives you. That's, that's what he's giving you. He ain't asking for that many in, in return, okay, in regards to that. He is asking for something. I'm going to get to that. But, okay. And in turn, you are grateful. You're humble. This is what he wants. He wants you to be grateful. He wants you to be humble. And he wants you to acknowledge and glorify him as the father of spirits. That's what he wants back. Mm -hmm. That's what he wants back. Okay. Now, all that from the most high is only as hard as you make it. What did I say? Giving that to the most high is only as hard as you make it. Now, within the shepherd of Hermas, and that was a book that was taken out of the New Testament. I already told you that the New Testament was tampered with. The shepherd tells Hermas that if you really want to do something with the most high say, you are in the most high's word and it's not hard to do. But those who keep saying, oh, I can't keep all of those laws and stuff. I can't do that. Then you already, the most high already knows that you're not with him. You got one foot with him and one foot in the world. And you can't be in the middle. There is a, not even a book. There's so many scriptures that talk about the middle. And it's a special wicked place for those in the middle. As a matter of fact, when Abraham when the Most High told Abraham to leave his family and go to a land that the Most High said, Abraham left with full faith without the Most High even showing him who he was. With full faith, he left. But before he left, he was going through a whole bunch of stuff back with Nimrod and his father and all that because they was all idolatrous. So they didn't believe in the Most High even though they knew that the Most High was the most high. They knew. Back then, everybody knew. Okay? So I'm going to tell you this. Abraham's brother 
believed Abraham because Abraham used to minister to his brother and his father too, but the father didn't want to hear it. And neither did um, Nimrod, which is a, a Hamite. Anyway, he was the king back then. And so while, the, um, while Abraham was ministering to people, and like I said, ministering is conversations and discuss, discussions um, in regards to the most high. So he's ministering to his brother, his oldest brother, because um, Abraham was the youngest brother. So he's ministering and doing all that. And his, uh, his brother believed him and he believed in him, but he also believed in the father's nonsense with, uh, nonsense with idolatry. So when Nimrod said, because Abraham was a child of promise, it was in the stars, baby. Everybody knew it was a prophecy. So he was like, I'm going to, you know, he wanted to kill, um, Nimrod wanted to kill Abraham before, um, it's kind of like Yeshua. He wanted to kill him when he found out that he was uh, a child of promise. So he wanted to kill him. So he wanted his uh, father to hand him over so he could dash his head and kill him as a baby. But um, Abraham's father didn't do it. He hid Abraham. So now Abraham is of age and Abraham is getting rid of his father's idols because the father used to make idols to sell them. And the most high was angry about that. So um, Abraham was like, why are you um, selling idols and saying that these idols are your gods when you made them? Wouldn't you be the God? I mean, he's trying to talk sense into his father. And he's also ministering the word of the most high because the most high is dealing with Abraham. So now Nimrod is to the point because the father is angry at Abraham and goes to the king and said, my son's acting up. So then they find out this is the kid, the child of promise. Oh, I'm getting ready to, um, I'm getting ready to kill him. I'm going to throw him in the fire. <laughs> so the father, the, um, Nimrod asked um, Abraham's father, well, who, you know, who told you to save his life and do all this? And Nimrod, I mean, um, Abraham's father was like, my other son did it. Lying. <laughs> he lied on his son. So the son believed in the most high and he believed in idols. And the son, in the son's heart, he said, whoever wins, I'm going to go with that person. Yeah, in his heart, that's what it was. So he's telling, um, he's telling Abraham, yeah, I believe in the most high. And then he's going with his father, the actions. So when um, Abraham and his brother was thrown in the fire, guess who lived and guess who died? Abraham didn't get a scorch or nothing on him. And the angel came and walked him out of there. Okay. And they saw him walking through the fire. Okay. But guess what? Abraham's brother was burnt to a crisp. Why? Because he had one foot belief and one foot unbelief. You cannot walk in the middle. You cannot serve two. Um, you can't serve two masters. We know that this is scriptural. There's all kinds of, um, um, examples, everything. You cannot serve two masters. You're going to be 100% with the most high or you're going to be 100% with these other people. But what you're not going to do is be in the middle. You're not going to be warm. You're going to be hot or you're going to be cold. Um, Yeshua said, you either going to be hot or you're going to be cold. I wish you was hot or cold, but since you're warm, I'm going to spit you out my mouth. Oh, praise you Hallelujah. That means you cannot be in two places at one time. You can't be repping for the most high and then repping for wherever else. So that's what's happening. The most high said, it's easy if you all in with me. It's easy to follow my word. It's easy to do your job, the job that I require you to do, 
when you're in my word. But if you're in the middle, it's going to be hard for you, honey. It's going to be hard for you because Yahshua is going to spit you out. That's number one. And those people who ain't even trying to hear the most high, they already know it's hard because they fleshly and they being ruled by the devil in this world. You understand that already. So it's as easy and as hard as you make it. And if you in the most high's word, you'll be, you be willing to do this. The most high is giving you 10 times more than you could ever give him. He gives you gifts, everything, everything. But people don't listen because they are the devil. Now, his requests are not grievous. The most high's requests are not grievous. He don't do nothing to grieve you, not unless you deserve it. His, his requests are not grievous, okay? Giving him your time, glorifying him, listening to his law, statutes, precepts, and commands, that's not grievous. You should not kill. Is that grievous? <laughs> no. Stop being jealous of people. Do not commit adultery. Are these grievous? No. That's a part of you doing your job. Okay? His requests are not grievous. Only to the heathen they grievous. Okay? Only to the heathen are they grievous. Okay? Like I said, this is listed in the ship of the Hermas. And I will be uploading that book. And I just want to put a pin in this in a minute um, for a second. Excuse me. Listen to the books. Listen to the books that I uploaded. Like I said, in the, um, in the um, logistics of my platform, I can see what people listening to books. It will behoove you to listen to these books. Just listen to them. Acquaint yourself with the books because it's going to be a time. And I, I'm, I'm sure the devil is banging on somebody's head and spirit right now. And because they don't know how to fight the devil off, they probably going nuts. Mm-hmm more worse times is going to come worse times now we on the brink of war whether you know it or not and and let me tell you this i've been doing this for um ministering on a platform almost a year but ministering behind the scenes many years People don't listen like they've been not listening to the most high. They ain't listen to Yahshua. They ain't listen to the apostles. They ain't listen to the prophets. They ain't listen to nobody who was repping for the most high. What I had said was start storing up food. Start being smart with your money. Start getting yourself together in every way that you can because hard times is coming. I said this three years ago. What's happening now? I said this three years ago. Who gave me that information, the most high? You could read it. You can read the prophecy, but you don't know when it's going to come. I already told you that. But the most high is waking people up and they telling them six months before, three years before, giving them information, prophecy that you don't know until it starts coming true. Sometimes you don't even want to say it and you say it in yourself. Oh my gosh, I had a premonition, they call it premonition, but it's a prophecy about this six months or a year ago. And now it's coming like this, like you just don't know. I'm saying this because the most high gives you all of this. This is what you get when you're working for the most high. Not when you're working for the world. This is what you get when you're working for the most high. Okay? 
with the most with the most high's job you're not only set for this life you secure for the tribulation and the life that um comes afterwards what did i say when you work for the most high your pension and security is that you're gonna make it through tribulation that's coming have the mental capacity and the spiritual way with all to deal with what's happening now, what's coming later. And you secured yourself for the next life. That's what the most high is giving you. Is any um, heathenistic job giving you that? Huh? Is there any job on this earth, this world that's giving you that much security? That is, that is guaranteeing you that security. I already told you in the world's social security and pension is iffy because you got to jump through hurdles to get that. You have to. And I know this for a fact. I've worked for the government for years. I understand how it works. So know that, okay? Which one is better for you? Which one is better for you? The most highest job? or your job in the world. The world requires that you give them every piece of you. And what are they giving you? Peanuts. The most high requires you to adhere to his laws, statutes, precepts, and commands, glorify him, being his word, and you get it all. Seek him, his kingdom and his righteousness. You get everything, everything, okay? Remember, life is short. It's a blink of an eye to the most high of a season. That blade of grass that came up and then you never see it again. That's what that is the most high. He's eternal, ethereal. And he wants you to be just like him. Mm -hmm. Remember, he said in the beginning, we're going to make man in our image. What does that mean? So if you want to take the earthly, spiritually, excuse me, earthly, fleshly way, then work that out. Because this is your, sh uh, your sh Shangri-La right now. This is your Shangri-La, meaning this is your heaven on earth right now. Take it. If you want the most highs, you got to do the work. He already gave you the time. So you got to do the work. Okay. You doing the earthly work. Why can't you do the spiritual work? Don't be lazy. Do the spiritual work. Now I want to read some scriptures to you. Okay. Because the most high already knew that all this stuff was going to happen. But he's still going to give you the advantage of um, choosing him until the end. Until either your end or the end of the story period. He already gave our forefathers this information in the beginning. I already said that. I said that. And I and I also said that it's not easy receiving truth because truth is the hardest thing you can receive. It's really hard. Just like that man said on um, that movie, you can't handle the truth. And it's the truth. <laughs> the truth is the truth because it's the most I got to open your eyes and allow you to receive truth. Because even though you in the most high, some people can't receive truth. I already told you life was like the matrix. 
if we was really in the matrix and you really woke up and you saw all of those batteries that's human being sucked in by whatever it is, wouldn't that make you go crazy? Well, that's how the truth is. That's what the most high said too. People's hearts gonna stop for what they can raise see because it's gonna be the truth. And he also said that in the later days, truth is gonna be unfurled, unrevealed. Um, okay, that's basically what it is. It's gonna be revealed and people ain't gonna be able to handle it. Mm -hmm. No, honey, they're not. So now I'm going to give you some um, scriptures that um, his the Most High's relationship with you, why he's employing you. Remember, you're supposed to be working for him. His Lord, statute, precepts, commands, loving one another, walking in his word, stop being a fuss budget, stop being stiff neck, all that. I'm talking about all his children, all of them. Okay, and this is behold, I, um, <laughs> it's Revelation 3 and 20. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him and he with me. What does that mean? That the most high is telling you, choose me, work for me. And you're going to get everything you need, work for me. You already know how it feels to work for the, for the world. Everybody who ever had a job understands what it means to work for the world and they take it all from you. They give you two or three peanuts and they take everything, okay? They even leave you emotionally strained. Aha, that's what a job will do. But that's not what the most high did. I just told you what he said. Behold, he's standing at the door. He's waiting. Open the door. First John 4 and 19, we, lo we love because he first loved us. Now, remember, this is, uh, well, this is not coming from the King James Bible, so it's going to say different words. I don't really like um, doing it from the EVS, excuse me, ESV, but it says it in regular words because King James is that old English and child's terrible. So he said we couldn't love him without him first loving us. So what did he do for us? He loved us. Does your job love you? Does your job love you? Can you say that your job is in love with you? Can you say that your job will give you anything you want? Can you say that? No, but you could say the most high who wants you to do his job, you could say that he loved you. Colossians 3 and 23. Whatever you do, work heartedly as for the most high and not for man. What? Do what the most high said. Don't do what regular men do. What do regular men do? They cheat you. Remember, you working for the man, honey. They cheating you. They emotionally abusing you. They ain't giving you nothing. They giving you peanuts and you working all day. That's what they doing for you. Okay? <laughs> Romans 5 and 8. But the most high shows his love for us in all that while we were still sinners, Yeshua died for us. Now, who gonna sacrifice their kid for you at your job? Who gonna say when you can't come in and your kid is sick and you sick and everybody in the house sick? Who gonna say, and you call up and you be like, oh, I can't come in. Are they gonna say, oh, that's all right. I'm gonna send one of my kids there to take your, um, take your position until you do that. No. Or they gonna say, you know, they gonna just fill in for you. No. They gonna say either you come in here or you gonna have a job. That's what they gonna do. All right, Romans 5 and 5, and hope does not put us to shame because the most high's love has been poured into our hearts through the Ruach HaKadosh who has been given to us. Mm -hmm. 
the Ruach is at your beck and call. Do you have a personal assistant at your job that will help you through whatever it is you need to do at the job? No. But the Most High sends his assistant to search your heart and be in your heart and give you everything you need to walk with him. Uh-huh. Just open up the door. Okay? Yeshua's at the door. The, uh, the Ruach is waiting. You get all of that, all the perks. Okay? John 16 and 33 says, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. What job give you peace? <laughs> in the world you will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. What did the most high say? His one and only begotten son has overcome the world. What's the world taking everything from you? I didn't already say what I said. I said what I said. And the most high said what he said. Okay. John 13 and 20, um, 34. Let me just say something too. When you start doing whatever you're doing, it will not be forgotten. You could do a, do, a good deed for your job. You could gain millions of dollars for your job. Are you getting here for that money? Those lawyers, attorneys, and all that, you could get a million-dollar case, trillion-dollar case, you know, a class, a class action case that's given the job millions and billions. Are you getting that? And even if you get a couple of million, are you getting half because you did all the work? The Most High said, when you do the work, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to give you more than you gave me. The little bit of uh, rejoicing, a little bit of follow my laws and all that, I'm going to give you everything. You cannot compare the world's reward to the most high. John 13, um, 34 says, a new commandment I give to you that you love one another just as I loved you. You also are to love one another. Now, I know that's going to be a hard one to a whole bunch of people because your heart is hardened and the devil's still all over you. But a part of the requirement of the job is for you to be humble and love your brother like you love yourself. Now, I know a lot of people are not going to make it in just for that. But it will behoove you to search your heart and prick your heart with the word of the most high. Because if you don't, you ain't going. I didn't already said the most high gives everybody the blessings, but it don't mean that you're going to the next life. Okay. Because remember in the day they say, oh, master, master, remember I was casting out demons in your name and Yeshua turned around and said, I never knew you. Okay. The most high don't have no favorites. He's giving everybody his blessings, but you will be docked and your money will be retracted. When you die and you are um, judged. <laughs> the Most High said it. He said it. Now, I'm going to tell you that the Most High keeps his word. Does your job keep their word? Even when you have a complaint or concern, do they keep their word that they're going to keep it quiet? Oh, it's just between us. Oh, this is HIPAA. This is just between us. And then next thing you know, it's everywhere. Child. <laughs> They don't keep their word. They don't do nothing for you. They want everything for you, from you. But they don't give you nothing. This is what the most high will give you. Hebrews 10 and 25. Not neglecting to meet together. 
as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day drawing near. What does that mean? Support one another and stay together. Okay, keep one another in their prayers. Hold up one another. Do you do that at your job? Isn't there somebody always there trying to buy for your job? Trying to overmind you or undermine you? To try to be the favorite, the brown noser in the job that nobody likes because they always trying to save themselves and the heck with everybody else. Well, that's not how it's supposed to be in the most highest employment. Everybody's the same. I don't care what you're trying to do. And when you're trying to finagle and doing all that stuff, the most high is going to oust you. So you shouldn't even be worrying about what other people are doing. That's in the spiritual job. But this earthly job, you got to watch your back at all times. And that's a part of the emotional strength. See, it's not hard to glorify the most high. It's not hard to walk in his word. It's not hard to have his word in your heart. It's not hard to shield yourself when you fight in devils with his word. It's not hard, but it's hard for those who don't want to be in the most highest employment. Okay. First John 5 and 13, I write these things to you because, excuse me, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the son of the most high, that you may know that you have eternal life. What did he promise you? That's one of the perks. One of the perks of following him in his job, doing his job and following his laws, because there's laws and statutes in all jobs. You know, they give you those books, the books of um, policies and um, uh, procedures. Well, the most highest policies and procedures is to follow his laws, precepts, commands, and um, no, I forgot the other one, but it'll come to me in a minute. To follow all his laws, okay? That's walking his word. That's the policy and the procedure, okay? <laughs> That's what you need to be doing. The policy and the procedure is to walk in his word, okay? So Romans 3 and 23, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of the most high. What did he say? Everybody is a sinner. Everybody's a sinner, but guess what? By my grace, I'm gonna cover you. Do your job. Do your job, okay? By my grace, I'm gonna, I'm gonna choose you. Do your job, okay? Do your job. That's what he's saying. Do your job. John 14 and six, Yahshua said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. Did you ever have a complaint at your job and you had to go through hell and high water to deliver that complaint? Oh, go to, um, what is it? Um, I forgot the complaints department or wherever because they have different things in different places. There's two or three things that you could go to and, um, and voice your complaint. And nine times out of 10, it's not going to be resolved. But Yahshua is going to take that complaint and he's going to solve whatever needs to be solved. Mm -hmm. He's going to solve it. Okay, directly. He ain't gonna be oh, but he, but he making all excuses. Oh, you gotta do this. You gotta jump through this hoop, that hoop. No, no. He gonna resolve that issue if you are fully in His word. The Most High said, if you follow His word and you walking in His um, will, even your enemies is gonna be at peace with you. Let me say that again. 
the most high said, if you're walking in his will and you're doing what you're supposed to do, even your enemies is going to be at peace with you. Can you get that at a regular job? <laughs> if you listen to everything the job say, is the enemy going to stop being a pain in the behind? No. But the most high promised you that. And the most high's word does not fall down void. It means whatever he said, it is. Now, Revelations 3 and 20 says, behold, I already said that. He stands at the door. And if you knock, he's going to come and eat with you. Revelation 1 and 5 says, and Yahshua HaMashiach, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead and the ruler of kings on earth to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood. Who do you know that owns a corporation that's going to sacrifice themselves in any way for you? Who? Even if you knew the person real close at who uh, you work for, or if the person was in your family and you working for them, nepotism. If you working for them, if they had the, the person who owns the job or the corporation, if they had to lay down their life for you, would they do it? Ask yourself that question. Second Timothy 2, 3 and 16. All scriptures are breathed out by the most high and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. Now that right there, <laughs> that's the training that you're going to get with the most high. Okay. When you go and fill out that job, uh, that job, uh, or you do your resume and you go fill out that application, you got to go to human resources, honey, and they give you those policies and procedures And that's what you got to follow. But 2 Timothy 3 and 16 say all scripture is breathed out by the most high and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. So this is what's going to make it easy for you to walk in the most high's word. Okay, because this is from human resources, honey. This is human resources giving you the policies and procedures, okay? You can't go wrong with this. Romans 10 and 13 said, for everyone who calls on the name of the most high will be saved. Can you do that at your job? Can you call the boss or the one who's, uh, uh, first of all, you can't even call the person who's a corporation. You can't even get next to them. You got to go through somebody, excuse me, you have to go through somebody that's going through somebody that's going through somebody. <laughs> and you might, the word may be carried, may. But nine times out of 10, the, the, the higher up did not even hear it, okay? It don't go nowhere. And you don't even question it to find out if it, if it did. What is the most high saying? Call on me directly, okay? And you're going to be saved. Call on me directly. Don't go to the man that went to the man that went to the man. Call on him directly. And that's through Yahshua. Call on him. Everybody got the same right. The same right. They got it. Mm -hmm. So now we understand that the most high 
is an employer that don't have no favorites, okay? He's an employer that don't have no favorites. And the most high is going to keep his word, honey, because he is about his word. He is the word. Okay? So let's read some scriptures about the most high's word. It does not return void. We understand that. So if he said what he said, that's what he meant. Okay? Isaiah 55 and 11. So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth and it should not return void, but it shall accomplish that which I propose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. What did the most I say? He said what he said. That's what he just said. What I said is, and nobody's going to change it, boo. Nobody's changing it. That's what he said. Because his word is what it is. Now, if he said that he's taking you to the next life, he said walk in his word, his precepts, uh, commands, statutes, and um, oh, I forgot the other one. If you walk in all his word and holding up the shield of his word and giving him glory and being humble and, 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 and pricking yourself in the heart when you know you wrong, then the most high got you. I hate to say the most high got me. Or, oh, I know, the most high got me. I hate to say that. Because that, it really doesn't say much. But I will break it down, which I just did, in saying the most high, when you follow his laws and you in his will, that he is going to take care of you in every way possible. He's going to walk with you. He's going to talk with you. He's going to cover you during tribulation. It doesn't mean that you ain't going to go through tribulation, but you're going to be stronger for it. He's going to give you the truth and he's going to give you the strength to be able to receive the truth and hold it. Okay? He's going to be able to give you the strength to keep walking because he already told you he ain't giving you more than you can handle. Because there's always a way out and there's always somebody that can help. That's up to you to seek that help. That's what that, that's what I mean when I say the most high got me. Not this overall blanket statement. I don't like that statement because people say it in ignorance. I'm saying it straight out. The most high is going to cover all your bases when you're walking in his word and you listen to his commands and laws and precepts and statutes. Okay. That's what, that's what I mean. Okay, Hebrews 11 and six, and without faith, you know you have to have faith, humility and all of that. That's a part of the fruit of the spirits. You cannot even go to the most high without faith. I already told you what happened to Abraham's brother. You can't have one foot in faith and one foot somewhere else. You can't even stand if you got one foot somewhere else and one foot over there somewhere. Hebrews 11 and six, and without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to the most high must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him and find him. If you seek him, you're going to find him. Yahshua said not, and he's waiting at the door. You're going to find him if you seek him. I have a few more and then this lesson is over. Matthew 24 and 35. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Hmm. That speaks for itself. Everything gonna die. And the most high said it because he made everything. 
Who could stop death? Who? If y'all before you, who be against you? Who? Nobody. Only the most high. His word is not going to pass away. He already said it. His word is Yeshua. And he just said his word don't return boy. It's going to do what he set it out to do. And it's been happening since day one. So if the most high say, if you walk in my word, I'm going to give you everything. Through tribulation, through pain, through all the nonsense that we're going through here. Poverty, through lack of food, food insecurity, this, death, the other. He got you. He is going to cover your bases. Then he said what he said. And you can bet your life on that. Okay? You can bet your life on that. Now, I ask you, how are you building up your faith? How are you, um, how are you to believe in the job that you're doing? A lot of times we go to the job, like I said, we don't really want to work at the job. We're just working at that job because it pays a lot. You want to be able to work at a job that you love. You want to be able to work at a, a job that you're passionate about simply because it's not working. You would do that for free. I didn't already say that, didn't I? I said that. If you had your own business and you was doing something that you loved, I mean, love to pieces, that you would do it in at the blink of an eye and not even for pay. If you already had, it was financially secure, you would just do it for free. Well, there are jobs like that. And people are happy when they got it. Okay, those are the exceptions. But I'm gonna tell you about the most high and doing his job. Faith comes from hearing. And this is Romans 10 and 17. This is the last scripture I'm gonna to read to you. Faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Yeshua. Now, what did I say about faith? You have to be faithful in what you're doing because the most high searches the hearts of man. That's what he sent the Ruach for. The Ruach is standing aside waiting. The Ruach is waiting for your heart to be right. And then the Ruach is going to take you to places you've never been. Okay? But this cannot happen if you don't have faith. A lot of us don't have faith in our jobs. They make us by indoctrinating us. They make us be loyal by doing all kinds of things to us and holding stuff over our heads so we don't have no choice but to do what needs to be done. And we understand that. Don't we understand that, especially during this atmosphere, nurses and doctors? Lay, um, in 20, um, 2020 or 2019, you was the heroes of everything. And then 2020, you was the scum of the earth. That's what jobs do. They're not loyal. You don't know where they're coming from. And you're walking on eggshells because as soon as you speak out and try to be yourself and try to be moral and, and, and carry yourself uh, with some sense, they are quick to uh, denounce you. They're going to fire you and they're going to make it so that you don't get another job. This is how it works. You are a slave to that job. You giving them everything you got and they ain't giving you nothing. Peanuts, I didn't already told you that. But with the most high, you have to get the faith. And what's the faith? By hearing, being in his word, um, following his laws, meditating on his word, letting it be in your heart and walking with. Soon as you're doing all that, the, Yeshua's at the door. The Ruach HaKadosh is right there walking with you. The most high is over all of that. 
that's what you get when you're working for him spiritually, when you're doing your job for him spiritually. So having that faith, by hearing the faith, by meditating on it, the word is the most high. The word is Yahshua. First John 1 and 1 says, in the beginning was the word. The word was with the most high and the word was the most high. Get that word and let it wrap around you. Let it be in your heart. Let it be in your head. Let it be on the top of you. Let it be the sword that you fight these devils with. Let it be the shield that you shield those, um, those darts, those fiery darts from the devil. Let it be the ground that you walk on. Let it be that platform that's, that's uh, made of stone and concrete that won't move. Let that word be everywhere on you like a coat. Okay, let it be that supportive, that supportive foundation. And then the Most High is going to grant you everything you want. So with that, um, I hope that this lesson glorified you. I hope I gave you something to think about. Okay, some words of wisdom, some pearls, food for thought, all of that. And again, thank you for being here to hear the lesson. Make sure that you listen to all the lessons in its entirety because it's for you, food for you. Remember, you got to get that faith, but you can't get the faith if you're not listening to the word. So I'm trying to upload all the word for you, okay? It's your job to decipher the word. It's your job to discern the word, walk in the word, let it protect you because this world is abusive. These jobs are abusive. Nobody's saving you from the job except the most high. And with that, I will say until next time. Hi, if you like what you're hearing, please hit the follow button so you can be notified when a new lesson is available. You can also upload a question or take a poll for more of your favorite topics. Thanks for listening.